So, hi. Welcome to Juice Podcast. I'm Gwen Douglas. I'm Emily Harmon. And today we're joined by... Just by chance. <laughs> Just, Just by, by chance. chance. That's Welcome your name. By... Today that's your name for now Nicola Sessa. Sessa. Not just Nicola. 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 The artist formerly Nic- known yeah. as Nicola. Brief Market Viner. <laughs> so, Maybe you skate crashed our Italian episode, but it's perfect because this means we have to Google less and we can just ask him. <laughs> so t- today's episode we're doing Italian white wines and we tried to pick some stuff that was well Gwen and I chose a bottle each yes and we thought we'd do an episode on Italian white wine because often Italian red wines always get the limelight and actually there's some very interesting white wine produced in Italy and also ageable white wine yeah. being produced in Italy everybody thinks oh long aging red wines but Things like Cortese from Gavi, aged quite well. Timorasso, not too bad with the ageing. Um, obviously, I've bought a wine from Etna. I think they can hold yeah, up. And for Dikia, that's Chenina. Like a new chapter of Timorasso. Yeah. Yeah. Now they are long, long like for 10, 20 years. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing. And before, like, we were just like two or three producers making Timorasso. And now it's expanding, expanding, expanding. Because even more family having this very old wines now they can work with that and they just realize that they can sell like a more like like a Chablis or Bourgogne wine with bottle that can reach like 60 70 80 euros per bottle but it's really something that you can blind test and say what is that yeah, amazing. Yes. Timorasso, yeah. what else? Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. got very, good, it's got good personality. Yeah. It's got its own identity. Yeah. Its ageability. Because before it was, who was it? Walter Massa, you'd see, and then who was the other producer making some exactly. Timorasso? Exactly. Massa is the like it's like the champion of Timorasso yeah. because he was the first one believing in it, starting to invest because you know Timorasso before like 15 years aging of. Wines is nothing. You cannot, you cannot drink it. So I was the first one investing a lot of money, waiting for that. Like, actually, it should be always for wine. Yeah. So thanks to Massa, Walter Massa, actually, Timorasso is back to the chronicles and to the. And then like Coppi and also like Claudio Mariotta as well. Yeah, Mariotta is something like like an artist now. It's like. If you talk of Raffaello in the art that's changing from the old part of the art, from the classic art to the connection with holy art and sacred art and like what is today modern art. So this is like the connection, yeah. Mariot is fantastic from yeah, this point cool. of view. Have you ever tried the Romagna Timoresco? Yeah, of course. I've yeah. still not tried that one. Yeah, I really want to try it. I tried, but, 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 uh, yeah, but I think that it's like... Um, kind of you know Ferrari things that it's beautiful it's very powerful but I think Ruang is Ruang but it's a bit like when you drink some of this very overpriced Barbaresco that is mm. out of As every we, kind yeah. of the, the, the world but yeah still very good but I stick I stick with very old traditional Timorasso wine producer yeah so, so, yeah, yeah, so today we've got two wines. I reckon we should start off, we we'll start in the north and work down south, maybe. Alrighty, so we start with my pick. Yep. As I said to Emily, I got the one with the dog on it. <laughs> <laughs> when she said that, I was like, which wine label is that? Because there's quite a few labels of dogs on. But um, I think it's a, it's a weird label. 
Yeah. I quite like it, even though yeah, it's quite Yeah, but it's weird, weird like, it's weird, but like, like Stefano it. Bellotti, actually. <laughs> yes. Have you never met him? Uh, no, I never, well, no, and now I never will, because he's dead now, unfortunately. Oh. He died last year. Bellotti? Yeah, Stefano Bellotti. Really? Cancer. I mean, he didn't tell anybody he was seriously ill. No, no, not yesterday, last uh, year. Sorry, last year. <laughs> yesterday, no, I don't no. know. <laughs> Too much wine, yeah. is it? Yeah, no, he, um, he died last year. Um, he didn't tell anybody he was terminally ill. Didn't take any, yeah, didn't take any treatment, and he died, I think, in his vines. Yeah. Wow, this is like a, very tough for me because yeah. actually for me it was like uh, we, we met uh, many times actually, mm -hmm. but I didn't know that he died actually. Yeah, I also. I was like the big priest of of the natural wine okay. in, uh, in Piemont. I don't know if you watched the uh, Jonathan Noster documentary. No. Yeah, you should you should watch this documentary of Noster. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah. Natural Resistance. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. it was one of the four. Yeah. Coming in a Um yeah, so there's a, a documentary by Jonathan Noster who did Mondovino. He um We'll get to that. He um, did his second one was mm -hmm. called Natural Resistance, and it was focusing on four natural producers in Italy. One was Stefano, and the yeah. other one was uh, was it La Distesa? Stefano. The other one was uh, Pascina. Pascina and Pascina in Tuscany, and, and was also the, um, La Stoppa, no? La Stoppa with Armani and uh, Giorgio. Uh, no, Giorgio. Armani, the wine, the yeah. analog. And What's the fourth her, one it, yeah. was... Um, La Distesa, Marche. La Distesa, yeah. yeah, Corradi. Yeah. Corradi. With the, the curly doctor. hair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The doctor. Really interesting. He's on there and he's amazing, okay. actually. When you, and it, I mean, he, anyway, he looks... He doesn't look super well in... Like, he doesn't look super well, but he, he's very outspoken and actually he's one of the real people that that closing scene with him, like, he's quite... He sort of touches you in a way. Yeah, but he, he really was comes the, across. Stefan was the real philosopher of this. Okay kind and the strong man of that actually when they presented this movie to the Berlinale okay. in 2011 I think mm. yeah, oh, I think it was later than that so Stefano was the main the spokesman person okay. because he was like the most like farmer man okay. the very rude one but also yeah. with like you know we said always big shoes fine brain and it was exactly this okay yeah <laughs> yeah he was quite articulate as yeah, well because and very he was precise. a farmer but still with the brain was yeah, very sharp sharp yeah. yeah and very with the words so for instance corrado dottori is like uh, very well educated from Bocconi, highest school in italy like i don't know if you say yale in the united okay. states but still the spitzig man Stefano Bellotti. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Very interesting. But this, the wine here, Filagnotti, that's how you'd say it, right? Yeah. Filagnotti, 2016 yeah. from Cascina Deli Ulivi. Ulivi, yes. Sorry. Olive <laughs> tree. Deli Ulivi. Yeah. Olive tree. Olive tree. Yeah. And th so they they were in the southern part of Piemonte, right on the border of Liguria, I thought. Exactly. And it's a Colli Tortonisi. Yes. That's also like the area of Timorasso, actually. Yes. Okay. That is like on the border. Because yeah, it's interesting that you have like, like the <laughs> and evening, this salty wind from the sea. 
but the good land of Piemont. It's like yeah. this fantastic mix of. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And um, so coming from there, and the story with the winery is also that essentially they were squatters, weren't they? Yeah. They didn't own the land, they were squatting, so yeah, apparently yeah. someone had to be there at all times to maintain sure squatting that, yeah. rights on the wow. land. Amazing. And then it's, <laughs> it's crazy how, like, these white roads, like, that was, like, the border, you can see the difference how they were treating the earth. So, the, like, the Stefano heart was, like, very fresh, soft, brown. Yeah. Art. So, the, like the neighbors using all these kind of shitty chemistry things, was like crunchy, white, like anemic. Yeah. yeah. So it's nice. So, what do you think of this wine, Gwen? Do you like it? I do. Yeah. It does taste like buttered popcorn at the end. <laughs> yeah. It tastes like the Jelly Belly yeah, but popcorn this is, this version. Is, this is a, that's like the signature of. Okay. So, and this is like the top gavi. So it's 100% Cortese. Mm-hmm. I like it, it's got almost a smokiness to it. Yeah, there's something... Popcorn made over an open fire, there we go. Yeah, but with this sweet popcorn. Yes. Yeah. That's why I said it tastes like the Jelly Belly, yeah. Jelly Bean version of buttered popcorn. I think this is a wine, because obviously it's cloudy, it's unfined, unfiltered. There's obviously no sulphur. There is a touch of this yeasty, yes, almost mousy finish. Yes, that's so, what I was... I know. She saw me make the face, and she said, in a minute, we'll get to that. <laughs> I also told you, because I spilt some of my skin, I could smell yeah. it on the skin before, but... Um, so there is a... There's a little bit of a bit of bacteria thing at the end. Mm-hmm. But I think if you drank it quick enough... Yeah. No, no, but it's yeah, like yeah. a topic about natural wine, because it's like... You know, from cheese. Yeah. If yeah. you don't have bacteria, yeah. how you can develop like the fermentation? Exactly. Of the cheese, you need uh, it. And well, this is like one of the topics from also La Stoppa, mm. because it was not like totally clean. Yeah, and that one's never, yeah, yeah, yeah no. but it's part and of the, the point is, have you never <laughs> seen the cellar like yeah. what was like 50 years ago? Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. I think, um, I mean, I like the wine though. I like that it's almost got this saltiness to it. Um, it's not like this is not a wine for people that like fruity wines. No. This is for a wine people that like wines that have this sort of savory sweet so thing. I'm curious going on. now because we have another bottle at home that we're going to open later today. So now I'd be curious to. Yeah. The same wine? Yeah, same wine. Just take that one. I'm going to take it home yeah. and then have a little yeah. try of both. Yeah, it's very nice. I think it would be a wine that would probably keep quite well as well. Yeah. No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Very nice, Gwen. Yeah, thanks. Lovely. Thank God. So Cortese is the great variety for um, that we see in Gavi. Um, and it's funny because I think, particularly for English people, they drink a lot of Gavi to Gavi. Um, and they don't... Um, it's something that's drunk quite young, where I think um, actually the Gavi has quite and Cortese yeah. has quite a good. You can eat drinking quite easily within ten, like ten, fifteen yeah, years. Yeah, this is yeah. So I I bought um, one of my favourite um, wines from one mine. of my really may I say, yeah. Yeah. really. Yeah, so Ante um, Etna Bianco from Ecostodi 2014. So this is a white from Etna, which is predominantly with Caracante. And I believe there's a little bit of... Minella. What does it mean, Ante? Opposite. Ante? Ante is, means before. Yes. But actually it's like the opposite of Etna. Yes. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. See? <laughs> Read from white oh. to the left. Yes, all right. But Ante, it's Latin word. 
meaning it's like yeah before, before yeah oh well that's nice yeah, yeah that's very nice it smells so delicious so 70% caracante with manila and gracanico and the old bush vines obviously sandy volcanic soil and it's just 12 months in steel vats and we are here above like 600 700 Meters yeah, it's what well, later, so it's actually 850 to 1200. Yeah. It says ah, so this see, vineyard. Yeah, it's like, a, yeah, crazy because the top, top, top is the Aurora wine, okay, yeah. even Yeah, that is, yeah, that that's is amazing. like Salvo 14. That's more, but Salvo 40 takes so also this, yeah, because it's got yeah, the even the consortium, yeah, that is from Etna region plus Lipari. Mm -hmm. yeah. That is like an island just in front of Sicily, from this Aeolian. Pal above Palermo, Lipari. Okay. You know, on the Aeolian island, so the Stromboli and yeah, stuff. Messina, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because they are all volcanic islands, so they put together this consortium from 1435, but then was destroyed from the Arabic invasion because they were okay. against wine, so it was cancelled. It is one of the oldest wine consortium in the world, actually, wow. probably the oldest one. And then was destroyed by the Arab by Arabic Imori when the Maori arrived yes. to Sicily. That I guess were, that's the Moorish, they right? Moors, yeah. Uh, they were Muslims, of course, yeah. against this, so everything was destroyed. And then Salvo 14 rebuilt this kind of consortium with winemakers and also Lieper is the only one extra Etna because Lieper is also um, volcanic soil so mm. and they were together with this so they have the same bottle I don't know if you ever 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 drank this Pietra Pumice yeah I've tried them with the little grey and white labels know, yeah or this Corinto wine that is Amazing, and it's also interesting that they use the little owl. Yeah, that. Ooh. What is that? It's, a owl. it's like the Athens okay. symbol. Oh, the symbol of Athens. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. I guess from the Athena. Ah. Yeah, from because the ancient Greeks. Yeah, because at the time, Catania, mm -hmm. that ancient Greek was called, ancient time was called Catana, mm -hmm. was Athens allied. Syracuse was Spartans. Okay. And actually, you know, the Greek Athens Empire fall down in Syracuse. Mm -hmm. But this is because Catania, that was around around the Etna, Terroir, this is the Athena oh, connection. That's oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Very cool. So, yeah, um, Salvo Forti I visited in December when we mm -hmm. did the trip to Sicily. And it was amazing. But I've never sat in a winery where I just wanted to keep asking questions and keep learning from him. He's a really fascinating, interesting man who grew up basically on the volcano. Um, he learnt winemaking when there used to be an enology school in Catania, it's now closed, and he learnt from his grandfather in the vines. And I kept begging, I was like saying, Can I come and do harvest with you next, like in 2019? Would that work? And he's like, No, 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 I don't let anyone come in. And I kept asking questions, and at the end, he was like, Maybe right, he's maybe. like maybe maybe I'll let you pick, but we'll see. We'll have to see how it goes. So I was like, oh, that's oh, cool. Maybe. I was like, just a day. I was like, I'll just come for a day, and he was like, mm, I'll just carry the buckets, like <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. Did we mention how old the vines are? No, I don't know. Did the vines, uh, I think, are forty about, to eighty. Yeah, about eighty years old. Yeah. yeah. 
uh, so Ecostody's on the north side of the yeah, mountain, yeah, that's the same thing, whereas Evenyeri, yeah. the main family estate is on the east side, so you can see the sea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the north side's probably the most famous sort of... Yeah, exactly. Tewa that is like, it's like a nonsense, because yeah. people think that north side is where the sun is. Okay. Like, but the most noble part of Etna is the north side. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because with, especially with this, and then it's also the temperature is, you have this crazy discussion when you are about, about like 800, 600, 1000 meters. In the night you have this like 5 degrees, 6 wow. degrees, and during the day you have 30 degrees. Very fresh and exactly. delicious. Yeah. This is a kind of It's like wine. ocean spray. This is the wine that, because of that, you can wait like 20 years to yeah. drink this, and it's still the, like some Riesling here, actually, yeah. from the Rheingau. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same, the, same, the same kind of concept. So you so, can somewhere drink. between like Riesling and Burgundy. Yeah, exactly. So this, this wine, actually, I know this 2015, uh, 2014, like uh, my child. Okay. Because I started to drink it from the very first day. Okay. I'm drinking now after five years. So it's totally another. So we do this by the glass at Mickelberg. We can do it for about three months. Yeah, it's very nice. It's amazing. What you drink now and what I remember from this wine two or three years ago, it's it's totally different. Yeah, what I love about it is this. um, Now, now it's starting to develop this kind of elegance, this minerality, fresh that before was just like acidity or. Like yeah, nice to drink, but but now it's becoming like a nice girl, like a. Well, because it's got this um, very high acidity and this like mineral core where it's like saline and smoky, but then you've got this like these honey notes, like tropical kind of lychee fruit. Yeah, it's really lovely. I don't find it so. I don't. Yeah, I know what you mean by that. I find it more. Pinpoint what fruit it would. Yeah, I get like peachy or white flowers. Also, the jasmine is kind of you know jasmine white flowers. It's like jasmine, almond, honey. This is Sicily. Yeah, almond, jasmine, honey. It's Sicily. It's very easy, and this is like the wine when the wine is like expression of terroir of a place. What is yeah? Wow, and the nose also it's amazing. Yeah, it smells really, really good. I mean, so to think this wine is almost five years of age, or at least from when it was picked, so four, four and a half, and it still feels like a baby. It'd be interesting to, to take it out again in a few years' time and see what it's like. So now, we had this no, at Mag- no one Magnum's can make like a trick or take a or like treat Emily about wine, but if I could just smell this wine, I could say that it's a French wine. Yes. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but this white flower is all it's really nice. So. Um, but like it also um, ocean like, breeze. And I think yeah. yeah, ocean breeze and I think of like the skin of citrus. Yeah, yeah it just has this like, like wax lemon sort of there's just something of like a hot day and a cool breeze. Um, so we picked a couple of whites that you've just heard us talk about because uh, we think that, yeah, sometimes there's not enough focus on some delicious Italian whites. The reds get all the all the glory. Yes. So we'd love to hear what your favorite Italian whites are. What do you eat them with? What are you drinking right now? What are you Any questions fridge? you have? We'd love to hear it all. You can find us on Instagram at juice.podcast. On Twitter at juice underscore podcast. You can pick up a snazzy tote bag at juice.show. <laughs> So we'd love to thank Nicola for joining us. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, Until next week. Until next week. Okay.